superhero landing. Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your host, Jim and Chuck. And it has been a minute, Chuck. It's been a hot minute. You have returned safely from Florida. Yes, I have. And I have returned safely from the yeah. depths of my mind. <laughs> and we are going to hit you with a huge, huge review episode. Yes. We're going to talk a couple things because uh, we haven't re- recorded in quite some time. Couple weeks. Yeah, it feels like a couple weeks. Um, we didn't even get to do a, a Bumblebee preview, which is out now and seems to be producing pretty well. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are checking that off their list. Uh, but we're going to talk some, some things that happened that we're, we're going to review. We're going to talk the DC Comics event in the CW Arrowverse, uh, Elseworlds, the three night crossover event. And that was supposed to be a preview or review in Florida in Studio D. Yeah. But, uh, didn't happen. Well, you were on vacation and I'm not going to expect you to record uh then we're going to talk a little bit of titans because titans is over and uh, i'd like to give it a little grade and then we both saw into the spider-verse yeah we can't talk aquaman for another two episodes because you're about to see it and i have seen it and i've been sitting on it because none of my friends have seen it i will see aquaman in about four hours four hours from right now and then you'll text me but we're recording two episodes today so <laughs> we won't be able to talk about it until well after christmas but let's talk Elseworlds, the three night crossover event, starting with Flash, ending with Supergirl, Arrow sandwiched in between. Storyline, the Monitor, a character that probably nobody knows about, <laughs> uh, comes down from space or whatever dimension he's from and finds a rad mulleted Jeremy Davis yeah, and gives him the book. It's the ultimate choose your adventure book <laughs> and says, you're going to write the future. And he turns Barry into Oliver, mm-hmm. Oliver into Barry, leading into chaos. And we see the story spiral out of control. What did you think of the story? I thought it was really cool. Um, Jeremy Davis always plays a creepy guy, but he was even creepier. He plays Jesus in American Gods. He, I think he also played um, Manson. Yeah, he. You know, he's a he's an actor that. You know the face, mm-hmm. but you don't know the name yeah. because he's literally in like all your favorite TV shows. I think he was in Fringe. He's in Lost. Yeah. He looks like a guy who was probably already on the island. Mm-hmm. The storyline to me was, it was really good. It was definitely an Elseworlds storyline. Yeah. We talked really weird body swapping stories on Elseworlds in our uh, Gotham by Gaslight one, but I love how everything went like nobody, like you wake up with Felicity or you wake up with Iris and Oliver and, and then he's like, oh, well, I'm married now. And like just, it was, it was, I don't know. It was. It was good. And it was, Amel was actually funny. Yeah. There's a meme going around that says, uh, when you, when you're the flash and you actually don't screw up a timeline. <laughs> and it's, it's true. He didn't screw up anything. He didn't go back in time and bring back the reverse flash. But, uh, the story was good. The, the way they wrote it was good with the body swap and how, like, like I said, like Oliver, he's sitting in bed with Iris and yeah. she's making him pancakes and he's like, what the hell's yeah. going on? Yeah. And I remember your text, like, you would happily trade in Felicity for Iris. Yeah. <laughs> like you were like, ah, that's not a bad swap. Not no. a bad wife. It's like, this was like the DC version of wife swap where you're just like, but the cool part is like they both knew who they were. Yeah. And they knew something was wrong, but then they have to prove to everyone else. And it, it took some genius work for them to go to eventually go to Earth 2 to talk to Kara, who is in Smallville. Yeah. Like they, they got the rights to the Smallville soundtrack. I didn't know that, and our friend of the podcast, Dan, of course, texted me. He was like, "Oh, the Smallville uh, theme song," and I was like, "I've never watched an episode of Smallville, so I didn't even know." Like, I heard the music, and I'm just like, "Oh, it's music." Yeah, and then enters our only—you pointed this out—our only Superman. 
Yeah. Because we don't know what's going on with Henry Cavill. Obviously, Christopher Reeve is dead. Um, so we got Tyler Hoshlin. And we got our first on screen of uh, your favorite Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah. Um, who apparently can wield Thor's uh, um, Mjolnir. He, she can, her weapon is that giant ass hammer. I don't know. Um, what'd you think of her? She's all right. I mean, I'm glad she wasn't the focal point. I'm I glad know. she wasn't going to try and take down all the villains. Uh, and she, her name is Bitsy Tulak. Yeah. She's from Grimm. Yeah. All the Superman, Supergirl interactions were the cheesiest stuff I've yeah. ever seen. It's definitely Superman. They, yeah. re- they really did, uh, pay homage to the Boy Scout and it, it worked. What do you think about Tyler Hodgson now that we've seen him on Supergirl? We've seen him in this crossover. What, what are your thoughts on him as uh, Superman? He's good for the universe. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want him in a movie. No, no, no. He's, for what he is, he's good. Yeah, I mean, he serves a purpose, and he's convincing. You know, I I always thought he was short, and then we saw him at the, you know, at the Comic-Con, at Heroes Villains, and he's about 6'2", yeah. so he's, he's an average, he's a tall man, tall Superman. I was fine with his parts. Even the, you know, we're going to jump a little bit ahead, but even when he turns into, like, the Elseworld, when uh, mm-hmm. Jeremy Davis turns into Elseworld Superman, yeah. and we get that black suit. Dude, that black suit was clean. I think they were like, well, there was rumored that Justice League was going to get a black suit. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. It only would have been better if Jeremy Davis kept his mullet and gave that to Tyler Hodgson. Well, in the in the comics. Well, I'm talking about he, it. He has to have the mullet. But, like, that suit was clean. I like, like, both the suits are, are super clean. Yeah. And, like, Chelsea watches with me. And she, she usually watches it and sits in the back and gives, like, a... Kind of like... Um, Color commentary? Yeah, but like, think uh, Mystery Science Theater, like where she's just shitting on the, the show. Um, and when Kara, like, they're in trouble, she opens her shirt up and she's like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Like, they just, it's like the Supergirl mu- music comes on and the shirt opens up and the ass comes out and then you're like... She normally doesn't do that. Yeah, she does. In the show. She does it all the time. She does it in elevators. She does it all the time, does dude. She? Yeah, that's like, that's the Superman thing. I know, it's Superman. Like, run around and you gotta rip your shirt off. Like, I don't know. Is it like nanotech, do you think, the suit is? Like, they're just... How hot do you think they must be under there? It's gotta be hot. Right? If that was me, oh, man. I mean, like a scuba suit. Barry's got the best thing. He's got it in the ring. He finally got it five seasons in. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Oliver has to take 45 minutes to get dressed. You know, he's got to put on his shoulder pads, his knee pads, his elbow pads, whatever. Do you think the story was executed well as a three-night, three-hour storyline? Do you think we got enough story and it was like it wasn't sloppy, it was pieced together well? I think it was. I do, too. Um, there were some parts where I was like, I want to explore more, mm-hmm. um, mainly Batwoman. Yeah. I think her cameo, like, it was just an introduction. We, I get that. It was a very brief introduction to let you know, like, Hey, we have this toy in the toy box. We're going to play with it later. Did you have a problem with her look or anything? No, I thought she looked great. I had one problem. What? In the comics, she has basically a shaved head with yeah. pink hair. That's what I was hoping for. Nah, we're, we'll get that. I'm sure we'll get that. But, you know, it, I feel like it would take a lot to convince a, a woman to shave her head for a role. Especially maybe a CW role. Like, you're like, huh. I don't even know if this is going to happen. They may, they might want to cast me as a sexy teacher on Riverdale. <laughs> you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, I wouldn't shave my beard. I would. Uh, well, yeah, because you have scruff. It's taken me a long time to grow this beard, like two days, but I wouldn't grow it. I wouldn't I'd grow shave. hair. <laughs> you would need some help, but you would grow it. And, you know, her look was great. Like, yeah, the, the, the costume was great. And that's the thing. Like, the costuming for the TV universe is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, some like it's not Smallville bad. 
like where you're getting like we saw a smallville version of green arrow yeah. where he's got an abercrombie vest on and like oakley's and the, the worst is i've never watched the show but i've seen like the aquaman no well it was like some kind of story and it was like the 15 worst costumes in yeah. smallville i see that i see i see that slideshow all the time I love and it. uh blue beetle was got yeah. off yeah you know, it, it is what it is. It was very practical. It was a show without capes, but with suits. It was really, really weird. Um, Batwoman was the introduction of Batwoman was great. Um, what's your favorite part of the the whole thing? There was one Easter egg that ma- made me smile more than anything. You know what I'm talking about? It was. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, it was when Barry Allen from Earth 90. Yep. Meets the team and goes to John. You're not wearing your ring. Yeah. Dude, at first, like I heard that, and I was like. He can't be talking about what I think we're talking. He's talking about. Oh, he was. And then I was like, he wasn't. Wearing- and I looked at his fingers. He wasn't wearing his wedding ring. So maybe he thought that like him and Lila broke up. And then I was like, no. He says it's different on this world. I'm like, oh my god, he's John Stewart. That's that was so awesome. Like that was. I mean, there's a lot of parts that I love, but that was the most oh shit, made yeah. me smile moment. And I was in the airport. Yeah. And I wanted to like talk to people about it. Yeah, you can't. Like definitely. I'm sitting next to this old guy. And I'm watching it on my phone with my headphones on. And he was like, where's there? And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's talking about Jon Stewart. That was awesome. Yeah, my buddy James texted me the night, the night that night. And he was like, dude, he's the Green Lantern. And I was like, it shows that they listen to the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a big thing. Like, Dig- why is Diggle so important to this universe? I get that he's like Oliver's compass. Mm-hmm. But like, everybody else has a power. You know, everybody else has a thing. Diggle's just a soldier. You know what I mean? And I'm not discounting soldiers, but Diggle needed some more importance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now he's like, he's kind of like a pencil pusher at Argus. His yeah. character's kind of taking a back seat. It was really cool. You think we explore that in the future? I hope so. It has to, right? I hope so. But personally, like, I don't think uh, Green Arrow is going to, I don't think Arrow is going to last any more, couple more seasons. You know what I mean? I We haven't heard of you normally by now. No. No, no. no? We, we usually figure, we're like 15 episodes in. This is, no, we're like 10 episodes in. Maybe eight. We have like fifteen more episodes to go, so we usually find out around like April or March when when they when they're going to set it. My favorite was the the Arkham scene, yeah, where they all go to Arkham, and you, you said you had watched it on your phone at first, and the the Easter eggs, Pamela Isley, Cobblepot, you know, Nigma, Clayface, all these get names on the door, and then you see. Victor Freeze's wife, Nora Freeze, who's played by Cassandra Gina Mel, Stephen Mel's wife, and she takes out the the ray gun, the freeze gun. And that was awesome. And did you see they were painting up on Bane's mask? Yes. And it and it's Dark Knight Rises Bane's mask. Yes. It's a better it's a better Bane. We got a better Bane in this crossover than we're gonna get on Gotham. Yeah. You know what I mean? That costume was awesome. Um I was very excited for that. It's another text I got. Did you see the Bane mask? I was like, Yeah, of course I saw the Bane mask. Yeah, I saw I actually saw that in the the Entertainment Weekly picture that they okay. released with uh, Cassandra. Favorite Easter eggs? Did you have any? Was it the Green Lantern one? Yeah, by yeah, far. The Green Lantern one has to be the, the Bane one. Was really good. Yep. All the you know the you know the the characters I had gone through were really cool. But another part that I really liked was when they turned into like the the greasers, yeah, where like the takeout boys, and that was a great scene. But when the cops come in and it's uh, Grant Wilson. Richard Dragon and uh, Malcolm Merlin as the cops. I thought that that was really cool. Um, yeah. The one thing I di- I disliked is we didn't get a lot of Team Arrow in this. No, we I didn't see Wild Dog. 
uh, Mr. Terrific, Black Canary. I didn't see them. Well, we, we did see Mr. Well, not as Mr. Terrific. Yeah. I would have let, I, they were what, Argus agents, or, or no. Um, yeah, he's the tech guy for Argus. Yeah, but he wasn't in the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we see Black, uh, did we see Dinah? No. See, like, she's a main superhero in, in the universe. They should have, whatever. Um, with the inclusion of Batwoman, we got Ruby Rose, five, 15 minutes tops throughout this whole hour. Are you excited for the show? Yeah. Did it gauge your excitement more that we, we saw her, like, her acting chops? A lot of people don't like her acting. They think she's kind of a Jason Momoa wooden as Chuck would say, um, because she plays the same roles. I, d- I dug it. I mean, I don't think I had any less or any more excitement than I already was, because I think it's very cool that they're bringing Batwoman into the CW. Yeah. But I, I liked her parts. Yeah. I liked her storyline. Um, I like that they use that she is Bruce Wayne's cousin. Yeah. Does that mean that Bat- Batman is on the table now? I don't know if he's on the table. Do you think we get a Batman like we got in Titans? We don't see the face. There's no dialogue. Action shots only, maybe flashbacks, flash forwards, stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, the way CW is going, they might just be bringing Batman in. They have like it seems like they're they're setting it up right and bringing in Batman or bringing Batwoman. They've already talked Bruce Wayne last season of Arrow. They're obviously talked about him this season, and he's he's gone. Yeah, that no one knows where he's at. He's he's gone. Gotham has been run amok. Do you think that this? All right, so the Dark Knight Rises, Bane mask is in that yes do you think this is a follow like a follow-up to that movie and he kind of the last time he's with he's with selena let's say he's in what that island that uh thea went to maybe he's there with selena i'm not saying we're like christian bale is going to cap yeah or in hathaway although that would be what a slap to wb's face if christian bale comes to cw instead of the movies he's like i don't want to play batman there but i'll do it on arrow that would be awesome that'll never happen you never know he could get uh he can get Desperate for cash, and he could come in. Hostiles too might not do well, you know. So to to my point, I'm more excited for it because I saw I saw mm-hmm. the you know the ground level. I'm like this is what we got. She was good. She was convincing. Um, it also means that we can get more Batman villains that yeah. the, that oh, actually yeah. fit into the series now. But I'm worried that the introduction of Batwoman means the exit of Green Arrow. And um, another thing that that happened during it was um, Kara said we should team up. Yeah, and that was an Elseworlds storyline. It was an Elseworlds storyline, but it's also they're on different Earths. Do you yeah. think we ever get Supergirl? Like maybe this crisis. We're gonna jump ahead. Spoiler alert. Um, the next one is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Do you think the multiverse comes to an end and Kara is placed back on Earth One? I would like that. Do you also think that this is Crisis on uh, Infinite Earth is going to be? the inclusion of the, the legends and black lightning. I think black lightning needs to be in a crossover. I think a lot of people are lost on that. They, you know, I'm finally current on it. They ain't started including supervillains. Yeah. Yay. It was great besides the bias. Well, um, but other than that, it's, you know, it's the same, it's the yeah. same stuff. Uh, and it's kind of suffering what arrow suffered their first and second season. Well, second season was great on arrow, but their first season where it's kind of like, you don't know the character. You don't know what you're messing with. Um, so I I would hope that it brings all the toys together. Because Legends, you said Legends was in it, and I was excited, and we got fucking Gary. Yes. It's all we got. Yeah, Gary was obsessed with. How does Gary get more screen time than anyone else on that team? <laughs> I'm telling you, he has more scenes in the show than anyone else. I've seen le- more Gary than I've seen the Adam. Yes. You know right. what I mean? 
It's, it's just crazy. More Gary and more Mona. Oh, Your I... favorite Mona. All right. So the last thing, a couple more things I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to jump to Titans. I'm going to put on my Batman voice. Um, what do you think Oliver offered the monitor? They made a deal. Yeah. What do you think he did? Because I have a real, I went down a rabbit hole. In my own head. I don't really have anything. I know you did, so go he, ahead. He offered himself. It's over. Like, Oliver's going to die at the end of the year. Like, I think this is the end of Oliver. I think he offered himself because he couldn't see himself returning from that point. He knows that where he's been, he's gone to hell. He doesn't think he can come back. He can't be the person the Felicity wants him to be. He can't be the father that William wants him to be. Or he, William deserves. He can't be the leader to this group of heroes. I think he leaves. Or if, if he doesn't die, he gives up the green arrow, arrow mantle for good. Um, and I think the monitor's accepting that. Like, you made a sacrifice. Sacrifice one for to save everyone else. You know, it's got to be a huge sacrifice. This is a, a guy who has powers of gods. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he said somebody bigger is coming. Is that Dark Side? Oh, my God. Who else could it be? If it's goddamn Steppenwolf... I'm turning. I'm throwing my TVs away. All of them. I'm just gonna throw them away. Who he's, else? He keeps it? saying someone bigger is coming. Who else but Darkseid? There's no future for him right now, and he's everywhere. He's well. In he's he's a new god, isn't he? Is he? Are we getting new gods? We are. Who knows what we're gonna get? Maybe we're. Maybe the final credit is new gods, or is uh, Darkseid. You know what I mean? Maybe we just start with Steppenwolf and Granny Goodness and Orion and all the, the ones that we know, and we have to build our way to the Mega Boss. You know, it's kind of like Super Mario Brothers, where you go through the Goombas and then you go through the Turtles, and then you go through the guys with like the the ponchos on the throw the axes, and then you work your way up the Bowser. Dark Side is Bowser. You get him new guys too, right? Kind of like what they did in Justice League, but it failed. Um, I mean, who else can they bring in? Sinestro would be dope. Yeah, well, but we haven't established the Green Lanterns on that universe, so it. Uh, you know, process of elimination. I'm going dark side for sure. Ron Perlman comes right in. Kevin Giroux comes right in. That would work. Crushing the world. And they can get dark. They, they got Grodd and they got um, Killer Croc, right? Or, no, King, no, Shark. Um, King Shark. Thank you. Why not dark side? Oh my God. I'm already excited. And you know who, like, you, Crisis on Infinite Earth, spoiler, Supergirl dies. Somebody has to be stronger than Supergirl, who is essentially stronger than Superman. To kill Supergirl. Who who better than Darkseid? Yeah. I mean, it would be cool if Zod came back. Like, we got this version. Fucking Michael Shannon comes back. Also not going to get him, but it'd be cool to bring in Zod. But I don't I don't know. You don't, you don't have anything? You don't no. think? I don't I don't Does my theory hold any weight with you? Yeah, it does. I mean, because Arrow... Seven years? Doesn't have a lot left. I mean, it, it has a lot left. They haven't even talked on him on PD yet. But... I don't know if it has a lot left with the fans. Yeah. With the casual fans. With diehard fans like us, it has 30 more seasons. And it can jump to DC Universe. And mm-hmm. we can watch all, all of that. And it can get super gritty. Arrow could join the Titans. I'm like, I don't give a shit. But Arrow doesn't have enough with the CW fans because yeah. they want to bring in more Riverdale. And, you know, Batwoman's coming in. So they have to make room for it. And we're already, like, we've already lost, from this point, Legends of Tomorrow doesn't come back until April. You know what I mean? We're at season, mid-season, we're at our part. Mid-season finales. And we don't see the Legends come back until April because now Black Lightning moved to, I think, Monday. And then iZombie's going to come on in fall or in the spring. And it's a convoluted mess. Gotham's coming back. So I think by bringing in Batwoman, you have to leave one of the superheroes out. And I think Arrow's the odd man out. 
And I'm okay with it. And, you know, I don't want it to get to a point where it's overdone. And stale. Yeah. And it's just like we're just re- we're beating, the her- the, beating the hearse. We're beating the horse. So it is what it is. I think he offered himself. Do you think in this world you could see this universe eventually cross over with the Titans universe? Would that be something that you'd want? No. Cro- no, you wouldn't want cross-platform? No. Really? Yeah. No. You wouldn't want to see Dick go up against Oliver? I want them to do their own Oliver. Oh, really? And we have too many Olivers now? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That's you. That was the cardinal rule that you didn't like. I know, but the way Titans are doing things. Stephen Amell's Oliver can absolutely trend. No, if it, anybody, yeah. he's the only one in that universe, in the Arrowverse, that can make the jump to I agree. I don't think it will happen. No, I'm not saying it will, but is that something that you would want? Like, that universe to cross over, if it's Crisis on Infinite Earths, that's another Earth, or maybe that's our Earth, and we haven't gone to that part of Kansas yet or Michigan. Who's to say, man? Let's say um, DC Universe isn't doing as well as we think it's doing. You know what I mean? It's got all these shows coming out. It's getting big stars. Let's say it's not making as much money as we think it is. They get lonely. Berlanti's the head of both. He brings his, He puts his toys together. Stranger things happen, man. I think it would work. How did this cross? How did this hold up against Titans? These three episodes. How did this story hold up against the the series Titans? It's a lot different. Oh no! I mean, both dark. They're both dark, but both comic book accurate. Both fighting gods. One more of the devil. How does it? How does it stack up? You've seen all eleven episodes of Titans. You saw this three hour movie. Yeah. How does this movie stack up to the seasons of Titans? I mean, they're both good. But if I have to put one above the other, it would probably be Titans. Really? Yeah. Real? Um, then let's talk Titans because we were very well. You were very very leery. Yeah. Of Titans. You didn't, I don't even think you wanted to even pay money to watch this. As soon as you saw, saw Starfire, you're like, oh, I'm out of this show. What do you think of the, um, the first season of Titans? I thought it was great. I think it had flaws. Yeah. It definitely had flaws. Yeah, as everything does. Um, I bet you I know your number one flaw. Okay. Garden turned into anything other than a tiger. Yeah. Look at the, the issue of the cover of Titans number one. The only animal he can turn into is a tiger. Really? Mm-hmm. He's actually, the green tiger is jumping out of him. So like, I'll, I'll show it to you after uh, after we're done. But that's like, that's the evolution of Gar. You don't want him to go full beast boy. You know what I mean? He's a 23-year-old man who's essentially future dating a 14-year-old girl in the show. I mean, he's playing like a 16-year-old. I know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It is kind of weird though, knowing that like, I'm so glad they don't have a kiss scene. I've been out. I've been out on this show. I mean, that... That weird reality, I mean, spoilers, if you haven't seen the last episode. Yeah. I'm not used to doing reviews on here where we have to say spoilers. Yeah, this whole episode has spoilers. Yeah. But the the alternate reality oh, so sick. that Trigon was giving Dick and they're like, they were FaceTiming each other. And yeah, they're in college. Dick's with Dawn. They got a kid. They got a stuffed goat or a stuffed uh, sheep or whatever it was. It was a, it was a tiger. Oh, yeah, it was a tiger. It was a white tiger. Yeah. It's all white and gray. You know, it's been a while. And um, they were sitting there, and it was uh, Raven and Beast Boy, and her hair's longer. They yeah. try to make her look. She she looked older. Yeah. She looked like she was 20. He still looks 28. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't age because he's he's obviously an animal person. The first the first season was super, super impressive. Yeah. Like, it knocked me off. Like, this is probably my favorite comic book series. I don't know. It was great. 
It well, was. you just said it's better than what the CW has to offer. I what said other? it was better than the CW three cross episode. I think that that's the best that they have to offer right now. It's definitely better than Supergirl. Yeah. Definitely better than Flash. Yeah. Better than Black Lightning. Yes. Better than Legends. Yes. Better than Arrow. Arrow's good. Arrow's Those good. prison episodes are great. That prison Michael Jai White, the raid style fight scenes that they had, awesome. 11 episodes of Titans, boom. I put that Hawk and Dove episode better than anything that CW had to offer. That Hawk and Dove, like Hawk and Dove is, has been impressive. Hawk and Dove have been amazing. Both versions of Hawk and Dove. You think yeah. we get a series? Do you think they deserve a series? No. You don't think so? I, I, I think they're good where they're at. No, oh, I don't think so. I think because we're, I'm going to jump ahead. What they're doing at the end of Titans is you're going to have odd people out. We've already, we have the four Titans. We have Hawk and Dove. We have Wonder Girl, and now we got Connor Kent. Big spoiler. We got buff, naked, blurred out Connor Kent. He was big as shit. Who do you think is playing this Connor Kent? I don't think whoever, I think whoever's playing him now. You you think that was an actual person? I think that was like a CGI render, and that thing was perfect. Like with Adonis. Was it Momoa? No. When he came, the first guy I thought of was the guy from friggin'. Uh, Creed 2. Dude, I thought the same thing. I'm like, is Florian in this? How tall is uh, is Connor Kent going to be? Because you see the dead scientist laying there, yeah. and you see this pod broken, and I'm like, no, it's, it's it, it can't be. Yeah. It can't be Connor Kent. No. And, I, and I'm sitting to myself, and it's like, no way. And then we see the dog, and I'm like, is that crypto? Dude, and they made crypto so scary. And I was like, no, that's not crypto. And I was like, no, who else could it be? And then they show the tattoo yeah, on the buff ass arm. Stupid, stupid tattoo. And Shaq, I'm like, Shaq has the same tattoo. Yeah, Shaq does have the same tattoo. And I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, it's Superboy. Yeah, and it just shows him walking away with Crypto. Do you remember that really bad Superboy series from like '89 to '92? Yeah. This is gonna this this scene shit on that entire series, and DC's tricky. They're a little, they're playing spoilers before we even notice. Right before episode 11 goes up, right? It was called Dick Grayson. Yeah. Right, right, right before episode 11 goes up, they put the whole season of Superboy in the suggested box. Oh, really? Like, you should watch this. And I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm not, rather watch Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark was actually pretty good. And then boom, Superboy shows up. So they're, they're tricky. I'm on to them. I'm on to what DC Universe is doing Um, because they give you that, that's, it's kind of like when Jason Todd was coming in, and they're like, oh, here you go. All you need to know about Jason Todd. It's like, if we do a Jason Todd preview episode, yeah. they just give you it in, in long form. I was like, oh. I, but I didn't pay any mind until the end. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Crypto. Superboy. Oh, it was it was a good ending to a great season. And that whole episode, like, obviously, right off the bat, I was like, okay, this is some kind of alternate reality. Yeah. Because it's... The first scene we seen Dawn pregnant. Yeah. With Dick's baby. Yeah. And I'm like, no. I mean, it's not not against the rules, though. No, but I'm like, where the hell this come from? You know what I mean? Because like the last thing we seen was Dick going into the house, and, and then the next thing we seen is him laying in a pool in like California. Yeah, but we also know that Dawn is just waking up from paralysis. Yeah. And from the nuclear family, and Hank is still there, uh, spotlighting the opioid addiction. Just stealing all the fentanyl I can. Dude, the finale was amazing. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of Easter eggs. Saw a lot of Batman. 
Yeah. Like Batman F's Batman, where he's just killing everybody. And we've seen uh, Two-Face. Two-Face, Ventriloquist. Yeah, i seen that. I was like, oh, my God. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then Joker. Yeah. And, like, pale skin, dark, long yeah, nails. Yeah, the smile painted on his face. Dude, I want that Batman. I want that. Was that Thomas Wayne? Like, that's, I want that Batman. Like, I want that whole story. And then Dick killed him. Yeah. But he killed Corey. Yeah. He froze Corey. And he killed everybody. He killed the Joker. Gordon's dead. The Oracle's dead. Or Oracle's missing. Jason's paralyzed, but hasn't aged. Weird. <laughs> um, it's dude. And they that finale was so great. And they brought Superman into the world by saying, yeah, even Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, even Superman couldn't talk to him. and Justice League. Yeah, they said, you know, we're like the Justice League. We're the modern day Justice League. Some show they like they really like. We talked about how Elseworlds. With throwing stuff in there. They were just spewing their load all over this episode. Well, Berlanti's probably sitting there like, oh, you guys like Elseworld? Wait till we see what we got at Titans. (laughs) Boom. And I think think they should do some cross-promoting between the two. Because I think what's going on in Arrow now, the fans of Titans that aren't watching Arrow would like more. You know what I mean? So I think they should do a little cross-promoting. 11 episodes in, what was your favorite episode? I like like the last one really well. But... uh, the Hawk and Dove episode. Yeah, Hawk and Dove is some of the best television I've watched. Yeah. Um, even, I mean, both the Hawk and Dove episodes. I like the yeah. second one for a whole other reason. Uh, but we'll we'll get that on the X-rated version of that we talk about after hours. Um, Hawk and Dove is my favorite. I really want a series. Yeah. I would like to see the evolution of Hawk and Dove, the whole group, like the brothers going into the Minka Kelly Dove. I'd like to see that. Um, who's your favorite cast member? I like Dick. Yeah, you do love Dick. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm so isolating that that's going to be a drop. I'm mean, 2019. <laughs> we're just going to have drops. Uh, Dick Grayson was great. Starfire really impressed me. Uh, a lot of people said she stole the show. She didn't steal the show from me. No. Um, I like the evolution. Um, she went from less of a streetwalker and more of to a, a normal person. Like when she's working for the FBI. Um, I like Gar a lot and I like Draven. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with, uh, Dawn. I like Dawn a lot. And jo- oh, Jesus, Jason Todd. Jason Todd was great. His episode was fantastic. But main core, I'm, I'm dancing around the question. I have qu- I wrote the question down and I, I didn't even answer it. Um, I'll go Dick Grayson. Just because we he got the most screen time. Yeah. And all the ladies love Dick in this. And his his portrayal was good. Yeah, he was a good, great Robin. Um, a little disappointed that we didn't see Nightwing. You know, even at the end of the finale, I would have liked him to go storm the Batcastle or Batmanor with. The one thing to me, it was kind of like a prelude is when, you know, after we see that alternate reality and Raven standing there and his eyes get dark. Yeah. To me, that kind of looked like his mask. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was, uh, but he's, he's under Trigon spell now. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they're going to need Connor. And we got, we seen a hologram of Trigon. Yeah. Didn't look bad. No, it was hard to read. Yeah. It kind of looked like the chess pieces in the uh, New Hope Star Wars. Yeah. But it was big. Yeah. Um, Couldn't tell if it was red. I feel like we're going to get a Hellboy-like Trigon. Do you think we're going to get, like, Tower Trigon? Like, enormous? I don't know. I mean, we should. Yeah. And it seems like their budget increased throughout the season. Yeah. Um, they, they were able to afford bombs and explosions. I'm 100% on board for season two. Season uh, two is about to um, rec- uh, not record um, f- shoot in February, and they're looking at late 2019 for a season two premiere. 
I'm on board with that. Um, last question I want to ask you about this. Got a sample of Doom Patrol. Yeah. Got a whole episode of them. Any hope for Doom Patrol with that sample? It's kind of like with um, Batwoman. Yeah. Were you more excited after seeing the sample? I mean, I'm not a f- huge familiar fan with Doom Patrol. Yeah. What I've seen, I liked. Yeah. Um, they are changing some of it, obviously. Uh, yeah, they recast it almost Chief. everybody. And uh, Negative Man, they recast it. They recast it. Um, Robot Man. Because that wasn't Brendan Fraser. I thought it was his voice. Mm. No? No, it was already cast. That's somebody else. So they're recasting everybody, uh, except for uh, April oh, Bowley. Girl. And um, Crazy Jane is, is now the addition. And uh, Joby M. Wade's coming yeah. in as um, as Cyborg. And if you guys want to follow Chuck on Facebook, he is fighting everybody on any fan page about how short Joby M. Wade is. Like, uh, we follow the same sites, yeah. and I see your comment at the bottom. Like, does <laughs> does anybody else feel offended that he's 5'8", and he's Darren Sproul's little brother? I'm like, God damn it, Chuck. Like, stop fighting this one. <laughs> You're just lobbying for Cyborg. I mean... <laughs> Go ahead. And, <laughs> Explain yourself. I have nothing against Jovian Wade, because I know nothing about Jovian Wade. Yeah. But when I think of Cyborg... You think, you think Ray Fisher. I Ray Fisher, I thought, was a great Cyborg. Yeah. But... When I think of Cyborg, I think of a large man. Yeah. And he was a football player. A star football player. Yeah. This guy's a punt returner. This guy, and like I said, nothing in Jovi Wade. He's five foot eight. Yeah. I'm not a large man. I'm taller than that. Yeah. I'm taller than that. Well, of course I could, you are. I could be Cyborg. I just don't meet some of the criteria. I'm not but, half robot. From, remember the cosplay we've seen? At- I'm- I'm thinking about it. It's ridiculous. Go keep going. That, anyway, that was a visual that nobody <laughs> needs to see. Um, and like I said nothing could drove me away, but he is a small man. Yeah, I think they kind of missed the opportunity to keep Ray Fisher in this universe. I understand why they didn't do it, but Ray Fisher kind of fits this. It fits the size wise, but tone wise, it looks like Jovi and Wayne fits it because they're trying to move it more of like a comedic yeah. kind of show, a weird team. The biggest comparison I got to Jovian Wade's cy- uh, cyborg look, and if you haven't seen it, go to DC Universe on uh, Instagram. They posted a ton of stuff. Um, they say he looks like Kano from Mortal Kombat. Um, but also, um, a lot of people are like, this is going to be good because it's funny. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. Um, I felt more relieved after seeing it because I wanted to see how they would pull off the characters. I think they did a good job. Yeah. Elastigirl is gross. Yeah. Um, I really w- I want to see how crazy jane gets into it and the biggest thing was cyborg normally isn't a part and i can't remember if he's ever been a part of doom patrol and it looks like they kind of swapped beast boy origin and cyborg because they didn't know where they would go with it i don't know i can't be mad at it a lot of people this certain sites that i follow a lot of people are pissed off that cyborg they're like he's not in yeah that was a lot of the trolls out there he's not in uh doom patrol well maybe they'll switch maybe they'll go maybe this is just an introduction to cyborg and you go dick leaves and they bring in Cyborg to lead the the, the team. Uh, do you think they're? We talked about this in text. Do you think that they're um, they're going to kind of turn Titans into Young Justice live action? It it's flowing that yeah, it way. It seems like it, right? We have a lot of members, cast members, right now. If Artemis shows up, if Sport, Sportsmaster showing up in Star Girl, yeah. but I mean. Let's let's start with young. We're going to talk young justice. Young justice in our next episode, but uh, I'd like to see it happen if uh, young justice doesn't come back. Yeah. All right. Last thing we're going to do into the Spider Verse. We both saw it. We have a five minute five minute mini preview. Mini 
review. We already saw the yeah. movie. We can't preview it. What do you think of the movie? I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, from the time they announced it to the time I seen it, my view has completely changed. Yeah. Um, as we've seen more footage, if you go back to uh, a few episodes ago, I was more on board, but the movie was great. It was... The animation was phenomenal. Yeah, and it gets... I get why Sony wants to patent and trademark yeah. that. Because it was like reading a comic book on... Like, watching a comic book being read to yeah. you. It was it was phenomenal. De- I, we talked about it. Does this beat um, Incredibles as the best superhero animated movie this year? For me, it does. Yeah, it might be. I, I think it, it absolutely does. And, like, the cameos we get... And the spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. You know, Chris Pine playing the original Sp- Peter Parker, yeah. Earth One Peter Parker. We didn't know that. No. Um, you know, we had Doc Ock in it. We didn't know that Doc Ock was in it. When we recorded it, we didn't know that Tobias Whale or Cronin, our best friend Cronin, was playing Tombstone. Yeah. And we also didn't know that Miguel O'Hara was going to be in it at the end, played by Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And you said big name for that role. That means I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get Spider-Man 2099 movie. It's if you look at IMDb, it says interesting person. Yes, I love it. I was like Oscar Isaac is an interesting person. He was listed after Post Malone on the credits. Then like and Post Malone was in it. I didn't hear him. He was like a bystander. I oh, was he. Yeah. I know his song was in it. Yeah, that song's pretty good. I kind of dig that song with Sway Lee from Ray Schremer. What's your favorite part of the movie? I like the introduction and parts of Nick Cage. Yeah, he was awesome. Um. The Prowler fight scene at the house was really good. Yeah. I also love how they just totally disregard that the Prowler was a supervillain and they made a mural for him on the side of the police department. <laughs> and it was like, rest in power, Uncle uh, Uncle Aaron. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, he tried to kill you? He's killed people? He's a criminal? You put him on the police? <laughs> Off this wall? But overall, man, this movie was so good. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was so much fun. And the like the Stan Lee cameo was beautiful. Yeah. Um, Jake Johnson was actually a pretty convincing Peter Parker. Uh, Zoe Kravitz was uh, Mary Jane for I, for a hot minute. I she's in everything. Yeah, like she's getting like Jennifer Lawrence treatment. Like she's just in every movie now. And it's fine. I like her more than Jennifer Lawrence at this point. What was your your favorite Easter egg? Or or you know. um the trolling of Spider Man Three? Yeah. emo Peter. Oh, so good, dude. So good. And he's like, and this happened. And he's walking down. He's like, we don't talk about that. Yeah. And they switched it a little bit. They didn't have actually Peter walking down the street. Yeah. They had Spider-Man walking down the street. But it was, I was the only one in the theater laughing. I was like, ha! Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a really, that's the thing I liked most about the movie, I think, was the, the introductions to the characters. Uh It was like, let's go, you probably know the story, but let's go back one more time. And at the end, it did it with, um. Spider-Man 29. With, with Spider- no, did they do it with Spider-Man 29? Uh, no, they did it with Miles. Miles yeah. was the last one. That flash scene in the secret scene where it jumps to like the 1960s cartoon yeah. where it's like Spider-Man and um, Spider-Man 29 fighting each yeah. other. Oh, my God, dude. It was so good. Like, I'm pointing at you. No, yeah. I'm pointing at you. Which one do I get? Spider-Man, obviously. But which one Spider-Man? And, oh, dude, I, I didn't believe that I was going to love this movie as much as I did. We also got to talk about in the very, very beginning, the comic seal. Oh, seal of approval. Yeah. yeah. 
I've never seen a movie that had that. No. Not even the animated stuff that like DC puts out. That was amazing. Yeah. And that was one of the moments that marked out for Kevin Smith. Yeah. I remember he, he posted like a 45,000 word Instagram comment on his picture. And he, he did like a full review, like an hour review always on his Instagram. And it was just like, this is what I love. Blah, 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 blah. And, and I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. We talked about this. I don't think it's the best. But animated film wise, it redefines what I think animated films should be. Yeah. Um, any superhero movie should probably be set to that. Uh, just because the way it flows. But Sony does it. I want to bring up one last thing and then we're going to get out of here because we got the Young Justice thing. You're going to go see Aquaman soon. The future is seems bright for this. Yep. It's making a lot of money. Venom made a lot of money. Uh, Venom has a very important role in the Miles Morales storyline. Uh, but later, Silk, Jessica Drew, uh, Silk, Jessica Drew, and now Miguel O'Hara have been tossed up for the sequel. You cool with that? Yeah. Are you cool with it replacing... Peter Parker, Peter Porker, Peter Benjamin Parker, Spider-Man Noir. No. Okay, because it seems like what the franchise is going for is Miles and Gwen are going to fall in love like they do in the comics. That's going to be what they're going to explore. More spiders are going to come from the Spider-Verse. And then maybe, just maybe at the end, we get to the biggest scene. Maybe with the, I don't know who, who the huge villain is going to be, but the third movie, we have all of them come back. Second movie, you take the the... The other three that we saw, Peony Parker, we take all of them out and we add the new characters in. Because I don't want Sony's Spider-Man 2s, they're one for two so far. Main Spider-Man 2, oh. Spider-Man 2, yes. Into the Spider-Verse 2, is it going to be too much confusion? Now we're going to have nine Spider-People? I mean, they did a good job with introducing all their characters. In this. Yeah, not many. They didn't really have a lot of uh, screen time, a lot of dialogue. And when they were on screen, they were all on screen together. And it, when the, what about the Scorpio? It was like the Spanish conquistador. I loved it. I was like... I loved it. We talked about his look. Yeah. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the Green Goblin, who is a fucking Jorma from the Lonely Island. I loved everything about it. The last thing, last thing we're going to get out of here, promise. There's a rumor. 2019, Apple is going to buy Sony. Do you yeah. see this yet? No. All right. So Apple is poised to buy Sony. If Apple buys Sony, all of the Spider-Man character rights go back to Marvel. Really? Mm-hmm. Would you want Disney to do a movie in the Spider-Verse with the Sony people? Would you want them to bring those animators over, Lord, all those yeah. people, yeah. do the sequel just like they did with for this? Yes. Is it possible if Sony owns it? I don't know. Apple is going to make a splash. If they buy Sony, it's huge. It's huge for Marvel. It's also huge for Sony, but that means we're going to get a lot more of iTunes exclusives. Yeah. And you're not an Apple guy. So I, I don't know. It, I just saw, I saw an article I read it on, I think a deadline about this. Then I saw confirmation. It's not, I'm not going to name my sources, but it was on Instagram. Um, and then I saw it on Twitter and then I saw it on another website. So, um, yeah, I, it's scary. It's scary to think that we get this great movie and all this universe might be null and void if Apple comes along and buys yeah. Sony. So who knows? But that's our, First of many review episodes, yeah, uh, because I we like did three. <laughs> yeah, we yeah three and three and one. This is our gift, our Christmas gift. Because by the time you open your apps of podcast glory, this will be in there. Christmas Eve, it, it's great. So we have a big 2019 coming out for the Active Geek Productions team, but we have a Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, or no, we have a Young Justice episode coming up next. Uh, so we're gonna sign out. 
because we got a lot to do. Follow us on all of our social medias. Like, poke, prod, do whatever you want. Um, Chuck's back in uh, New Jersey, so don't follow him in Florida. And um, follow Galaxy Wars. Follow Ventures of Binks and Beards. We'll be back next week. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Happy Yule. Happy Solstice. Watch Sabrina Midwinter's Tale if you haven't. Watch Deadly Class on YouTube. The first season, uh, first episode's out. And uh, for the Active Geek Podcast, I'm Jim. I'm Chuck. And we are out.